0: Hey, I am Marsha Monet, and this is my second episode. The title of this episode is Submitting to God, but I'll be doing a series, and the name of the series is What Is It Like Being a Christian? So this is part one. So just get ready to take either physical notes or digital notes, because I'll be giving out different scriptures for each episode. So while you're getting your notes together. I will say a couple more things before I give out the first scripture. So again, during this episode, I'll be talking about what is it like or basically submitting to God. So first, we need to know the definition of submission, right? The definition of submission is the act or fact of accepting or yielding to a superior force or to the will or authority of another person. Okay. so the first scripture is James 4, chapter 4, verse 7. And I'm reading in the NIV version and it says, submit yourself then to God, resist the devil and he will flee from you. So that's one of the scriptures I reflect on almost every day. I say out loud, Papa, hey, I submit myself to you today. Have your way, Papa. And also depend on how I'm feeling when I'm waking up. Either I say, Papa, please gentle, be, please be gentle with me. Because first of all, Papa, I don't feel like going to work today. Second of all, I don't feel like going to work today. Right. So I just ask him to be gentle with me, be patient with me, help me to see what he want me to see today. Like just don't throw everything at me all at once, Papa. Cause right now I need your strength and your power. You feel me? Or it'd be some days where I feel like I can conquer the world. I'm like, Papa, have your way. Send send whatever you want to send to me. Right? Like you can even conviction, revelation, like send it all all at once if you feel like it. You feel me? And I also say saying, I resist you today and you have to flee from my presence right now in the name of Jesus. Because again, scripture says James four chapter James four, verse seven, it says, submit yourself then to God, resist the devil and he will flee from you. So I'm like, Hey buddy, you got to come up out for me because my papa said, when I submit to him and resist you, you have to flee from me. Like, There's no doubt about it. Like you have to go away. You feel me? So I highly suggest you all to do that. So when you fully submit to God and leave everything at his feet, please. I wish like I had somebody in my ear the way I'm trying to be for other people. When you give it to God, keep it there. And if you have trouble, be like God, Papa, Father, whatever you call him, Yahshua, Yahweh, like, help me to leave this at your feet and not pick it back up. Because when we tend to pick up things, God is like, let me handle. You become very tired. You become weary. Anxiety is through the roof. Like, you get all these emotions When my papa is like, you don't even have to go through that. Like, just give it to me. Because he's not going to yank it back. He may bop you, but he ain't going to yank it back. And you're like, what is going on? And he's like, Give it to me and let me keep it. So when you give everything to him, your worries, your pain, your anxiety, your depression, and you stay in his word and you be around like-minded people who will push you in the direction where God wants you to, your life will change. And when you do that, you're showing him that you trust him and he's fully in control. Because again, y'all, my papa, papa, he's our spiritual GPS if you let him. So if you don't, I highly suggest you to fully surrender to God, even if you're a little nervous or whatever you may be feeling, just let him know like like Papa, hey like Papa. However you talk to him, I'm worried about this situation. I'm afraid to do this and that. Just let him know. Be like, I need your strength. Give me wisdom. Send me somebody who will encourage me and push me in the direction that you have for me. It's hard to give up this certain thing. It's hard to give up this and that. But I want to, so I need your help. You feel me? And he he listen. He's there. And so and ask him to be gentle. Again. Gentle. Without sorrow or the least amount of sorrows. My sisters in Christ, we heavy on the without sorrow, Papa. Like if you can't like if you have to bop me a little bit, just the the least amount of sorrow that you that you want to that you're willing to give, you feel me? But I would, I used to always say without, with the least amount of sorrow, without sorrow at all. So again, when you fully surrender, when you get on your knees and just throw your arms up and say, Lord, have your way. Cause I know what you want for me is better than what I can even imagine. But I know there's going to be trials, tribulations. I know there's going to be steps that I don't want to take, but Lord, I'm here. Have your way. Because you said, you would never leave nor forsaken me. So whatever I'm going through, I'm always quote that scripture. But whatever I'm going through, you're right here with me and have someone in my ear or allow me to hear your word, your word saying, don't give up my child. You feel me? So. Oh, OK. He will start removing people and things out your life especially if it's not aligned with his will he have for you. I'm speaking from experience and he's going to do it, but it's all for your good. It's all for your good. It's all for the purpose because each one of us has a purpose on earth. And to fulfill that purpose, some things that you have picked up along the way, God is like, I didn't tell you to do that. I didn't send that person in your life. I didn't tell you to go to that place. And now when you fully surrender, just don't think it's going to be peaches and cream, baby, because it is not going to be peaches and creams all the way. He's going to rearrange. When he rearranged, you start feeling a little shaky. You're like, what What is going on? You're like, like, Papa, I didn't ask for that. He was like, yes, you did. You asked for my will to be done, not yours. And they used to like burn a little bit because I'm like, you right, I did. So you just have to ask him to give you more grace and, and show you more mercy to get through. Because I know in scripture, it says many are called, but few are chosen. And I used to be like, what, what do you mean? I'm like, I used to, I used to, y'all, I used to be like, Papa, you got favorites? Like, what you mean many are called, but few are chosen? The Holy Spirit told me, it's like what you're doing right now. Many are called, but few are chosen. Because few, the ones who don't push through, the ones who give up in the middle, when God is like, come on, come to the end, and you just give up and You just not knowing that one step could have put you close to God. That one step was your breakthrough, but you just couldn't take it anymore. And that's when I'm like, wow, many are called, but few are chosen. Like I understand now because not everybody give their problems to God. Not everybody, you know, stay in the word. And I'm like, that scripture, like, oh, God's word is his, is his brook. Like all of it's deep, but that one right there, I'm like, Oh, you, you did something with that one, right? Let me get back on track, y'all. Okay, so again, just ask him to be gentle with you when he rearranged your life, especially because this is a new year. You feel me? Like, we need to surrender and let God have his way because his ways are higher than our ways and his thoughts. because you, he could be wanting you to have this big breakthrough next year or it may be your time to experience some trials and tribulation, Your faith may be tested. You just don't know. And I'm not that person who finna say, oh, this is everybody's year. Like, that, I'm not saying that because I was listening to all these people telling me, oh, this is your year, this is your year. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And God was like, I'm finna build you up. I'm finna build you up. And I'm like, you know, okay, cool, like, mm-hmm. but, oh, he built me up all right, and faith was tested. But that's okay, because I still put my trust and faith in God because at the at the very end, I'm baby, I'm running to them pearly gates. You feel me? OK, so the second the this is the second scripture, the second scripture, it is the book of Isaiah, chapter 26, verse three through four. And I read it in the NIV version and it says you will keep in perfect peace, perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you because they trust in you verse four it says trust in the lord forever for the lord the lord himself is the rock eternal so I always ask my papa to give me his supernatural strength and his power to get through each day, especially like I said, I'm not having a good day or I'm lacking encouragement. I pray to my papa, I say, let every conversation I have today is ordained by you, especially like if I had a bad moment the day before and it it affected me. Right. So I'm like, I want I always say, Lord, allow me to have a better day today than I have yesterday. Allow me to have a better day tomorrow than I have today, especially like when my faith or something came my way, when the enemy tries. But I'm like, no, I'm gonna keep going. So I always talk to God in the middle of everything, the good, the bad, the ugly, like all of it. He's my go-to person. He's my papa. And so I always ask him to a lot, like, have your way today, especially when I'm going through something. I'm like, I need a word from you. I'm like, Lord, speak to a, speak to somebody. I don't care who it is, Papa. Speak to him so I can know what you're trying to tell me or what I need to expect. He, pop, my Papa talked to me through numbers, through people, through signs. Like the way he talks is just so peaceful, and it's just, oh, I could talk about that for hours. But I let him know, like, even even if you convicted me, Father, convict, convicted me, giving me revelation, whatever it is, just have your way today. And I can tell when it's my papa versus the enemy in the midst of a a conversation I'm having with somebody. Because when it's my papa, I automatically feel peace. I feel his peace. And again, Isaiah 20, chapter 26, verse 3 through 4, it says, you will keep in perfect peace. So if I'm having a conversation with you that you have no idea that I was talking to God about and you just give me revelation, that peace. I'm like, thank you, Papa. Like, that comes from God. But when it's the opposite, when it's confused, or when it's anger, all these type of things that is not of God, then that's when it's from the enemy. And rebuke it, baby. I'll rebuke it in a minute. i rebuke stuff in a hot minute, in Jesus' name. You feel me? So when I automatically receive his peace, I'm like, okay, Papa, what's next? You feel me? So another thing, like, I don't care what anybody says. Me, personally, my opinion, God can speak through anyone, even an unbeliever. And I'm speaking from experience. So, again, if someone says or does something that's ridiculous or I just know it's not right, instead of getting upset, I simply say, Papa, I don't know what's going on, but I trust you. I trust you. And I have to say that out loud. Papa, I trust you. You feel me? To allow your will to be done in this situation. Because every time he gives me a clear understanding of the situation. So, anytime the enemy attempts to knock me off my path, That my papa has for me. I'm always like Lord. I'm going to let you handle that. Because if I handle that. You're going to be upset with me. So I'm like. Because you say. I'm like papa you said you will fight my battles. You will fight my battles. So I'm going to let you fight that one. You feel me. So because James. The book of James chapter 1. Verse 2 through 3. It says consider it pure joy. My brothers and sisters. When you face trials. Of many kind, because you because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. perseverance, I'm sorry, Ooh. and they say people say like, "Oh, you're about to get a breakthrough like when it's your time when when trials and tribulation come, and like you're like, "dang, why has something always happened? It's like the enemy trying to knock you off your path, and you're close to you. you're about to get that breakthrough, so anytime it' be like." Mm, I'd be like nice try, but I'm gonna keep going. You feel me? And I say, God, I, I trust in you. I don't know why this happened. This happened. I don't know why somebody just feel like they just have to go off on me, but I'ma let I'm gonna I'm gonna let them have it. You bless them, Papa. And I just ask you to give me more grace so I know when and what. Because like, sometimes the Holy Spirit wants you to just keep your mouth closed, like. The Holy Spirit convicted me like one time, like you talk too much, baby girl. And so now I'm like, Lord, you let me know when you want me to speak in a certain situation and you let me know when you want me to listen. And that has changed my life. So another scripture is Proverbs chapter three, verse five through seven in the NIV version. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean out on your own understanding and all your ways submit to him and he will make your path straight. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and shun evil. So I'm quick to ask him, I'm quick to t- ask him to make every cricket place straight in my life because Proverbs 3, verse seven, it says, fear the Lord. So fear my papa has always been embedded in me because growing up in the Baptist church, I was taught never to question God and his decisions. To this day, I just haven't because the fear was placed in me, baby. And it also says for us to not lean on our own understanding. That's why I run to his word in all of my situations and ask him for understanding and focus on what his word says and not run from my, not run off my emotions, especially if my flesh is in control. I'm like, no flesh, you get back, get to the back where Rose was supposed to be. At. You feel me? And my spirit is in the front. And someone said that when, We pray to God. No, when God talks back to us, it's his scripture, it's his word. Yeah, it says when God speaks to us, it's through his his word. So by reading his word, he's speaking to you, right? So another scripture is Romans 8, chapter 7, verse 7. It says the mind governed by the flesh is hostile to God. It does not submit to God's law or can it do so? Scripture talks about how dangerous it is when your flesh is in control of your spirit. That's why I highly encourage people to fast and pray. It doesn't have to be just food. To me personally, I haven't. I did like everything. It doesn't just have to be food. It could be your favorite TV show. It could be secular music. It could be being around certain people. Like Separate yourself the time that you are normally put into those worldly things. You spend time with God. You read his word and you focus on him because your spirit, you will will feel when your spirit is in control. You will feel your flesh dying to whatever you're going after. Because, for example, baby, for me, it was chocolate. Like, I was like, oh, I can't live without chocolate. I grew up around, like, I just always had access to chocolate, even in basic training, y'all. I had my chocolate like my sisters. If y'all are listening, y'all know how he was about those those bars. Like the bars were, they were like gold. I even had chocolate thing. Like I always had chocolate, and the Holy Spirit convicted me. You need to let that go. And I just really thought like I couldn't live without chocolate. Oh, baby, I did, I did. And now, I I feel differently because most people most people say like oh you know god will answer your prayers when you fast and pray yes he will but he's not obligated to fasting and praying is really like strengthening your spirit and growing closer to god you feel me so i highly encourage you all to do fasting and i know for myself i will be doing the daniel fast for january the first of the year so if anyone is interested just let me know and we could be each other's accountability partners again, January first is almost here, and I know some people make fun of people saying like, oh I'm um, talking about changing like I'm hoping I can do this in third like no let's put let's put in work, let's put in our we we talk, but let's put some action to it. so if you really want to change, hey, let's do it so I'm hoping that next year everyone's relationship grows with with God because he has already planted that the seed in our hearts before we was even born. You feel me? And it's up to us to let him water that seed he has planted in us by focusing on him. So first, submitting to God is so important. I'm so serious. So by us watering the seed, we're submitting to God. We're growing spiritually. We're dying of our old self and start living in our purpose. Because we all came on this earth for a purpose. Like, nobody's a mistake. So I highly encourage you to meditate And eat these scriptures, baby. If you have trouble submitting to God, I suggest that you meditate on these scriptures. Read them day and night, out loud. Eat them for breakfast, lunch, dinner, dessert. Every night if submitting to God is a struggle for you. And it could be that you prefer to be in control in everything that happens in your life. And God is such a gentleman. He's so patient. He's like, okay, baby girl, baby boy, when you finish trying to carry all of that, just let me know. And I'm going to take it away from you. So if you have trouble. You be like, "Okay, Papa, Lord, Yahshua Yahweh. I have control issues. I want you to take control of my life, but give me more grace. Show me the route I need to take to where I can fully trust you." You feel me? And just don't forget, like please don't forget. God gave us free will, and he doesn't force himself on us. He gives us the option to walk with him. Again, if you have any questions, comments, concerns with this episode, please let me know. And check out my link tree in all of my bios. It has a lot of helpful information. If there's a topic or scripture anyone wants me to cover, let me know. Okay, and I will pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you for today. Father God, I thank you for the listeners who are listening right now. Father God, I ask that you gently rearrange. Father God, I'm interested in for every listener that is listening to this podcast, Father God, that you would gently intercede, that you would move. I'm saying a prayer, the same prayer that you said for the same prayer that you said for Peter, Father God. We surrender, we give you our life. We take up our cross and walk with you, Father God. And Father God, I just ask that you give us more mercy and grace and allow us to hear what you have for us this year. Father God, that vision that you planted in our hearts, I ask that you allow us to see it through, Father God. And we give you all the glory, honor, and praise. In Jesus' name, amen.